1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. But I did want to get to this with Josh Allen for a second here. So, last time against the Patriots, Josh Allen, he felt like Superman in that game, right? And even though, I mean, he did throw the ball to you at the end of the game and you couldn't get the interception if you were J.C. Jackson. But one of the things that stuck out to me, just like looking through some of the numbers with Josh Allen, He's been insane this year. Now, not as good as last year, but he's been really good, and I feel like there's been more pressure on Josh Allen this year compared to last year in terms of they, they didn't have a run game last year, but this year, I mean, it's it's been even worse for them. I mean, it's really pathetic the fact that they can't run the ball whatsoever. They they really asked Josh Allen to do everything. Like, he is legitimately just carrying that offense, and it's been that way all season long. And really, I think they dug into something against that Bucks game, in that Bucks game, rather, what he was doing in the RPO game. He wasn't... He was actually ripping it out of the running back's belly and running it himself. He wasn't looking to pass. They decided at halftime, hey, let's run the ball. Dayball must have told him at halftime, hey, let's run it. And he was really effective doing that. And ever since that point, it seems like they've gone to Josh Allen running the football more, even though he had that little foot injury. But if you look at it, okay. So Josh Allen, when he has more than two and a half seconds in the pocket, he has 13 interceptions. That's tied with Trevor Lawrence for the most of the NFL. Matthew Stafford's right there with 12. So Josh Allen, more time in the pocket, two and a half seconds, completing just 55% of his passes as well. Quarterback rating's at 82. Now when he has less than two and a half seconds in the pocket, he completes 69.2% of his passes, 20 touchdowns, just two picks compared to the 13 picks when he has more than two and a half seconds, and his quarterback rating, his passer rating is at 99.5. So, if you think about it, what did Bill do last time? Well, Bill gave him time in the pocket. 3.34 seconds he had in terms of time to throw against the Patriots. And that was the second most in the entire NFL that week. And Allen burnt him. Allen went 30 of 47. Not that that's an unreal completion percentage. 63.8. But he threw for 314 yards. He had a passer rating of 104.4. And he was actually in that game. Intended air yards, just 6.8. So that's, compared to a season average, he's at 8.6. That's seventh at the NFL. He was down to 6.8. So Josh Allen was patient. Josh Allen took what the defense gave him. But here's the thing. If you're Belichick, and if you're Gerard Mayo, if he's not focused on the Texans right now, and if you're Steve Belichick, what would you do? Would you play the numbers? Because the numbers tell you, That Josh Allen, when it comes to that particular scenario, when you give him time in the pocket and you actually say, hey, sit back and try to go down the field methodically against us, he's actually struggled when it comes to that for the most of his career, for the bulk of his career. Even this season, when teams have given him time in the pocket, we've seen Josh Allen struggle. Heck, I mean, you can go back to the game a couple of weeks ago when the Falcons, who have no pass rush whatsoever, they gave Josh Allen a ton of time in the pocket. He had one of his worst games of the year. So, in that game, 11 of 26 for a buck 20, no touchdowns. He had three interceptions. Now, he was effective running the ball, 15 for 81. But the point being, against an Atlanta defense that isn't very good, does not get after the quarterback whatsoever. They have, at one point, they were last in the NFL in pressure rate. So, when you look at it from that perspective, Atlanta said, well, we can't get after Josh Allen. We're going to sit back, give him time in the pocket, see if he can go up and down the field on us, and he couldn't do it. The Patriots have better personnel. Now, they have a really good corner in A.J. Terrell, but other than that, the Patriots have better personnel, of course, than the Atlanta Falcons from a defensive perspective. So when you look at it in that way, will Bill play the math again? I say he does. Now, it's going to have to be a little bit different than it was last game because it got to a certain point in that second half where you're like, okay, um, yeah, so he's kind of figured this out. He's kind of having himself a day right now. So I believe what the Patriots need to do is it's going to be timely blitzes because you don't want to be doing it too frequently because when Josh Allen, as he's matured as a quarterback, when he gets the ball out of his hands quickly, he's making big plays. That's when the bulk of his big plays come. But when he has to sit back in the pocket and you don't let him get outside and run the football, right? That's one thing that the Patriots, obviously they're going to be laser focused in on that come Saturday night because we saw that actually burn the Patriots a couple of times when guys get too far upfield. They got to make sure they keep him in the pocket and secondarily, Bill and Steve Belichick and Rod Mayo, they have got to figure out a way to bring timely blitzes against Josh Allen. Because one of the things that we saw last time is they just did the same thing over and over again. And when you're going up against a great quarterback like Josh Allen, you got to at least put it in his mind a couple of times, right? So last time it felt like the Patriots didn't want to blitz Josh Allen whatsoever. This time I think there was going to be a combination of the two things. But I would say more so than anything else, the Patriots should be in a coverage situation where they're making Josh Allen go 10, 11, 12 plays down the field. That's what they need to do. That's when Josh Allen has struggled recently against a team like the Atlanta Falcons. And on the season, he's tied with Trevor Lawrence for the most interceptions when he has more than two and a half seconds to throw in the pocket. But you also have to put it in the – so if he just knows that, right? If he just knows, hey, the Patriots like last time, we're just going to play the same defense the entire game. If he knows what he's going up against, he's going to have success because he has the ability to say, okay, I know what they're doing. They're not bringing heat, and eventually my guys are going to win. If I'm holding the ball for more than three seconds, eventually my guys are going to win. So they have got to put it in his head that they are going to bring blitzes once in a while to confuse Josh Allen. And more importantly, maybe more so than anything else – The big thing that we got to get in this game from a Patriots perspective, the big thing that they need to get is Judon has got to show up, right? So the fact that, okay, you got to bring timely blitzes, you got to confuse them a little bit. But the other thing is Matthew Judon has to be the guy that we saw for the first 13 weeks of the season. He has not been that guy in a while. Judon has been a complete no-show over the past month or so. Now, maybe part of it, and we all know he had COVID, maybe part of it was COVID, Maybe part of it was he wasn't feeling well, and then he tested positive, and then he didn't have a whole week of practice, and he just wasn't there. But if you look at his last four games, it hasn't been good. No quarterback hits in his last four games. So what you need from him is to be, and it's imperative that he is the guy that for the first 13 weeks of the season, he was like in the conversation. He was a fringy candidate for the Defensive Player of the Year award because the Patriots don't have another guy on this defense that can get after the quarterback. They don't. I mean, they really don't have another guy that can consistently win. And what we saw for the majority of the season, Matthew Judon was consistently winning, and he was getting after quarterbacks, whether it be in the seven-game winning streak, whether it even be the first four weeks of the season. Remember, he was getting after Brady. He was putting pressure on the Buccaneers, and we know how quick Brady gets rid of the football. But that's been a, I don't want to say an underrated storyline, but because it's something that we've brought up here a lot locally over the past couple of weeks is the fact that Judon has not been the same player But if you get Matthew Judon, Fringy Defensive Player of the Year candidate, then you're talking about a totally different situation come Saturday night.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.